0: Hey guys, Sydney here. If you've listened to the pod before, you'd know that I'm 100% an astrology girly. But not only am I an astrology girly, I'm a Scorpio. And there is nothing more that a Scorpio loves than letting you know that they're a Scorpio. I'm doing that with my absolute fire Zodiac necklace that I got from our partner, Anna Luisa. And right now they're doing a buy one, get one 40% off sale. Anna Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, is climate neutral certified at prices starting only at $39 and our link gives you that buy one, get one 40% off sale through May 10th. So why not do my favorite thing besides telling everyone I'm a Scorpio and that's buying things for that good, good dopamine rush. Our link is shop.analuisa.com slash spooky Tuesday. That's shop slash Spooky Tuesday. said, if you can't find a friend, make one. Hey guys, welcome back to Spooky Tuesday, a weekly podcast where we're breaking down all of our favorite slashers, thrillers, monster movies, and black comedies on the new scariest day of the week. I'm Sydney Thompson. I'm Monica Height.
1: And I'm Chelsea Duff, and this week we are talking about a movie that I had never seen before but am now in love with. Um, When we were looking for movies to do earlier this year, um, we were just, I did a little Google um, and I found a movie called May from the early 2000s, and I thought, you know what would be fun to do the movie May? for the first week of May. So that's when we decided to put it on our calendars. I knew very little beyond that. Um, I did read the synopsis on some like site saying it was one of the best movies of the early 2000s, which is where I found it. And frankly, it gave a lot away. And so did the trailer for this movie. But I still don't think I had a full appreciation for what I was getting into. Um, I'll read the IMDb logline, but then I want to hear your guys' initial thoughts experiences takes um but imdb says that this movie is about a socially awkward veterinary assistant with a lazy eye and an obsession with perfection who descends into depravity after developing a crush on a boy with perfect hands which is a better vlog line for sure than the one i saw written up on sites which got into the frankenstein stuff like right away
2: <laughs> yeah shouldn't give that away
1: right away I mean, that should why- not have been the first thing I knew. Yeah, that was yeah. a mistake.
2: So I, I was the only person who'd seen this movie before. I saw this in high school with my friend Mac. Shouts out to Mac, the only person who would watch horror movies with me in high school. <laughs> um, and yeah, this we I remember watching this movie and I couldn't remember a single thing about it except for like having like a jaw drop kind of reaction to it and us being like, mm-hmm. holy shit. You know what I mean? It's really um, fair second that it started I remembered everything um (laughs) and the second I saw Anna Faris I was like I see it all (laughs) in my mind's eye um but yeah this movie flaps it is so good it was literally made for us for spooky Tuesday
0: (laughs) here's the thing I was flavor blasted And I thought I knew what I was getting myself into with this movie and I did not. And it was a fucking mistake to watch this movie (laughs) in the state that I was in because I was so uncomfortable the entire time that at one point I was like, I need to go find a snack because I can't do this right now. She just left. Well, she fell asleep. I think I did. We did watch together the this time. end because again I was very flavor blasted and I've been having issues. Sure, sure, sure. It was Betty and by time. time, like real hot girl shit. You know, like uh-huh. hot classic, girl classic. And yeah, but here's like, I had an absolute great time with this movie. And <laughs> <laughs> you watched it again on take yeah, two, when, yeah. When I watched it completely sober, mm-hmm. um, I was less anxious about it but also yeah. like I Still do kind bit. of like <laughs> a good uh anti like anti-hero woman and yes that is yeah. how I would describe May so-
1: yeah I think um like I said I knew the Frankenstein stuff I was and I knew that she was gonna get Frankenstein as opposed to somebody else doing it mm-hmm. um but I wasn't really sure like when or at what point or how that would factor in what the general overall tone would be. Um, And I was very nervous watching it because I wasn't sure like how it was going to play out. I think when I say that I'm scared watching horror movies, that's usually what I mean. Like that I'm scared that I don't know what this movie is going to be. Not that I'm like afraid of what's happening in the movie, but that I'm afraid that the movie is going to do something that I don't like um
2: yeah that's so you that is so you especially like after our VHS conversation where you're like what is this movie going to become and it's extra on you extra don't know because it's
1: vignettes and every vignette, everything
2: is different you must have been it's a new start
1: each time yeah and I mean um on VHS my faith paid off like I said most of the time um and this one I felt like the vibes were right. I was liking what was happening. I just wasn't sure how it was going to end and like what the thesis statement of the film was going to be. You know what I mean? Because I felt like yeah. that could really go in a couple different directions, and some of those directions I would be very unhappy with um but I thought this film had a perfect flawless ending and so I was fucking thrilled like when it got to the end and I'm not gonna say what happened yet even though um you know how this podcast works you should not be listening unless you've seen the movie or are prepared to hear every single plot point that happens in the movie um but it got to the end and I was just like please let this be the ending shot please let this be the ending shot and then it was and I was just like It felt so good. I was so happy. I was so thrilled. It was just, it was a great ride start to end. I can't
2: imagine watching movies in that way. And I have respect for you that you go through (laughs) that type of anxiety the entire time. Um, That said, I mean, this movie is definitely anxiety producing and not the traditional horror sense. The horror of this movie is like the social uncomfortableness that is experienced by the, vi- by the viewer and by anyone interacting with May pretty much throughout the entire movie. Um, but something that was a big part of my viewing experience this time around, which I did not experience the first time I saw this, because that was back in, you know, like 2009. Um, this movie takes place about like I don't know a half a mile from where I am sitting right now. Uh, <laughs>
1: it literally very takes- familiar scenery here.
2: Yeah, I could run. I could run there. I could run there really fast and then run back. Be a little bit of time because I'm not very fast <laughs> at running, but I could do it very pretty quickly.
1: Um, I, I- walked to that area for brunch, and it was oh, a long yeah. walk, but I walked.
2: It is not a long block, long walk. It's like a long block away from where I am right now. And I recognize I it literally house. immediately because I like they like one of the first shots is like May walking down the street and she sees Adam um, in a like some car shop, like looking at a car. And Adam, I was the like, character
1: to be clear, not Adam, your boyfriend who lives very nearby. Yeah,
2: sorry, we're talking about the movie. Uh, Adam. <laughs> my adam was uh, in davis california at the time Sorry. of filming uh, but yeah she's walking down the street i look at the background i'm like that's hyperion <laughs> and like like they showed that everything i was like i know exactly where that is she sits on the bench i'm like that's next to tomato pie and then i pulled it up on google maps and i screenshotted it and i sent it to chelsea and sydney and i was like here we are and yeah. so that really added something to me. When they're at mm-hmm. the park, they're at Elysian Park. Like, it, it, when they go to the coffee table, that place, it doesn't exist anymore, but that was at water. <gasps> oh, yeah! Oh,
1: yeah. I love to the
2: coffee table! I know! Adam, I made coffee for Adam this morning, and I put it in his coffee table mug. Very sad. Aww. So
1: this is but yeah, now. they also literally <laughs> go to Baller Hardware, and they're like, here's Baller Hardware. Here's right? the Baller yeah. Hardware side. Yeah!
2: it's literally takes Blake's all within like a four block radius and it's where I live. So that's cool.
0: (laughs) Don't you love when you see exactly where you live in movies constantly?
2: This is now, I, I mean, like, yeah, usually it's it, like actually. places I've been, but like, this is too personal. Like, my house was in Nightmare on Elm Street, and now <laughs> this.
1: Like, it's I was watching 911 the other day, and Danny's Block popped up, and I was thrilled to see that as well. I just like, <laughs> I love a filming location recognition moment, and I love to start watching a TV show because I've seen them filming nearby. So, that's
2: beautiful, it's beautiful, but yeah, I mean, this movie. I'm so glad that you guys liked it so much. I wouldn't, I would have been shocked if you didn't. Uh, but I was very excited because I got to do one of my welcome to the movie things when I've seen the movie before and I know where it's going to go. Because this movie gives you like what? Like an hour, a full hour of rom-com uh, before you get to the gruesome. I mean, it's uncomfortable throughout, but yeah. it's like romance-y for, for like at least yeah. 45 minutes until it gets gruesome. And Chelsea was like, what's going to happen? What's happening? What's happening? And I was like, welcome. <laughs> this is the point.
1: <laughs> I just, um, I really wanted her to just be happy with Anna Ferris, You know what I mean? And i that's totally the only thing I, that is sad. I totally think.
2: agree with you. Okay, well, let's talk about the beginning of the movie because like the first, what, five minutes of this movie explain why Meg is the way that she is in a pretty succinct way. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, super it's
1: fucking sad. It starts with the scream, which is actually um, spoiler alert again, you know how it works, but um, it opens with the first shot of the movie, which is actually one of the last shots of the movie as well. Um, and it's a scream moment, very house on Haunted Hill, which is yes. fun, a clear reference.
0: I hated it. I hated oh. the opening, hated it with yeah. her as a
1: kid. No, I started-
0: know that
2: moment. That, yeah, that moment, moment when
0: they spoiled the ending at the beginning. Mm, I don't know I why it they was did that. So unnecessary. Like it didn't add okay. anything, but I like her backstory. Mm-hmm. I hated. That scream hated it. That's so interesting because I, I didn't, didn't mind I didn't it. Like it
2: either. Because I don't like it when movies do that because then you know, like, I guess you like forget throughout the movie because I totally forgot that that happened mm-hmm. at the very beginning. Like, I was just re watching a few minutes ago and I was like, oh, what the fuck. Um, but especially with this movie because it's such a slow burn at the beginning. Like I would have liked it better if that wasn't there. And then you're really bitch slapped when it starts going off the rails. You know, I would have liked that sure. better.
1: I kind of liked that there was like a reminder that this is a horror movie. Although I think that creepy doll does a lot of uh, heavy lifting on that front as well. Um, yeah. But I, you're right. I definitely didn't know that it was the end shot until I was rewatching it. And I went, oh yeah, Um. I, I, Maybe I would have felt differently about The Scream if we hadn't just done House on Haunted Hill. Um, but because we had, I was like, oh, fun, same kind of thing. And then I just, like, moved on. You know what I mean? Um- oh, yeah. I don't I don't mind, like,
2: something jarring at the beginning. It's not that. I just don't like that it's a spoiler of the end at the beginning. I hate hmm, spoilers. Yeah. That's That's the part that I don't like. Cause like you see her with blood gushing out of her eye very first thing. And then it moves on to her being a kid and they're explaining that she has a lazy eye, um,
0: which like I know kids are mean, but like, I feel like having a lazy eye wouldn't have stopped. I feel like kids wouldn't have not like, I would have gone out of my way to be kids friends with kid like a kid with the eye patch like cool as hell I want well that, as kid that kid hell. did
1: approach her right away um but I think it's I think it's like the mom that is the issue not so much other kids you know what I mean and the the mom is really heavy in those opening scenes um and originally you said they did it so succinctly monica um but originally that those opening scenes with her as a kid per imdb trivia at least were a lot longer um and then they ended up trimming it down because audiences said like it was taking too long To get to the point basically
2: um i think they did a good job of trimming it you got like the meat and potatoes right away Mm
1: -hmm. but like you really get her mom Driving the point home, basically, like it's not just that you have a lazy eye; it's that like we don't want anyone to see that you have a lazy eye. Nobody can see. You have to wear your patch. Don't you want to have friends? Like the mom is really the one coming in hot with
0: that. um And the mom is giving the moment- big aunt from sleepaway camp vibes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: and then when she like gives her the doll and being is like, if you can't find a friend, make one. When she like goes to rip the wrapping paper her mom is like now it's ruined like clearly her mom is has her own stuff and also her mom made that doll so her mom has got a lot going on she made the cursed doll. she made that very scary doll so
0: so many people need intensive amounts of therapy before they have children that girl not needs it.
2: therapy um no but seriously like from the very beginning, she's like covering up the eye, right? She's like, Oh, mm-hmm. you have a lazy eye, but don't worry, honey. I'm going to make you look perfect. Like, oh, God. She's like, All about perfection. It's all about perfection. And like, she's always like, super, The mom is always super coiffed. Her hair is always perfect. She's dressed like a 50s housewife or whatever. Like, no one else is acting her like that. And husband in the muscle hus- tee and jeans, yeah, just yeah. chilling. Yeah, scruffy with a buzz cut, you know, I mean buzz cuts can the be fancy, but like
0: yeah men and women.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, like I feel like she just is glommed onto this idea of what perfection is and she's trying to force it upon her daughter because she can't control her husband because her husband thinks her she's being ridiculous. Like when uh May rips the paper and uh the mom gets all mad at her that pans to the dad and the dad's like rolling his eyes. Like, what the hell, you know? Um, So I'm sure there was more of that in the scenes before they chopped them all up.
1: Personally, I think that they're divorced. And I think that May's mom probably has full custody. And that's why all of this influence um, was just really radiating through. It was getting all mom all the time without much to counteract that influence. It was like keeping her from making friends. You know what I mean? She just, she didn't have a lot of other sources to turn to I think probably yeah
2: yeah and so I think at the beginning of this movie they do a really good job of setting up May to look like she's some character that you should pity that she has no friends She's weird. She's been ostracized her whole life because of her eye and all this stuff. And like, she's never been socialized. And now she's this lonely adult woman with a great veterinary surgeon career. Don't get me wrong. Um, But, you know, not a lot going on for her outside of that. And what I really like about this movie is as it continues on, you start to realize like, long before the shoe drops that like may is the villain because she holds other people to that I mean there's reasons for everything but she holds every other people to that same perfection standard that her mom placed upon her so Mm -hmm. like she wants all she can only see other people in the way like in the view of how they like serve her throughout the entire movie like she likes Adam because she sees his hands and she loves his strong hands and she's obsessed with his hands but does she really like Adam I mean maybe a little bit because Adam's pretty cool we'll get into it Um, Adam's cool and sexy he's so sexy (laughs) oh my god I was like so it was so it was so great to be bisexual and watch this movie you know (laughs) Like, it was fantastic. I have, like, Anna Faris, always hot. I have Anna Ferris in this movie. Holy shit. You know? Holy shit. <laughs> and then, Jer- what's his name? Jeremy Sisto? Yeah. Adam. Um, he is one sexy slice of man. Like, exactly my type. I was saying to you guys that he looks like Adam Driver, but more approachable. Um, And less Adam Drivery, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> Here's the thing: he definitely looks like a man who you're gonna see smoking cigarettes in Silver Lake. Yeah, and you're sure. like, God, <laughs> I hope I run into you at a bar, like three shots of tequila later. Like, find me at Cha Cha Lounge. Like, hello. <laughs> I would be. I can go down and I can sit on the exact
2: bench that May sat on, the exact bus bench. And I will see that
0: man. I will see someone who looks exactly like (laughs) Adam sitting right there. Like I said before, I've made out with many a man in the cha-cha lounge uh, photo booth that look just like him. Lucky, lucky, lucky woman. (gasps)
1: Um, But yeah, yeah, he's actually so perfect for that role because he has that like quality that he's brought to many roles. Um, He was in the movie Waitress, if you have ever seen the original movie Waitress, and he plays her husband that she hates. Um, And he is like so perfect in the role where either he's, a piece of shit but you see at moments like what was so charming about him and what drew people in initially in Waitress specifically and then in this movie he's so charming and he draws you in but he's still good at like kind of being a piece of shit um but being hot despite that I although I think it's a little more debatable here because um I think some of his reactions are a little more justified even makes me sad. You know what I mean? Um, I think his
2: actions are totally justified.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, I was like, we were watching this and,
2: and Chelsea was like, Oh my God, like, like, is he being mean to May? Like he's canceled, not canceled. You said something else. And I was like, if I was making out with someone and they all of a sudden like threw me against the wall, I would be freaked out too. Uh, Um sorry. He didn't (laughs) throw
1: him against the wall. She just moved towards him so eagerly and he couldn't handle that level of desire rating off of her.
0: Here's my thing about Adam as like a man, right? Is Uh we, one, may does completely stalk adam until 100%. uh he notices mm-hmm. her but then once he does notice her he kind of like he picks up like oh like this chick is really weird only because she tells the most gruesome like vet he story. says he likes
1: gross he says exactly. disgusting yeah that
2: story exactly. was fucked up though and but- the way that she told it she like ate, she like took a bite of her sandwich as she was discussing,
0: like sewing the dog back up. Oh my God. I don't even want to like talk about details of it. And I fast forwarded through it. I was like, no, I don't want to hear this again. I was so traumatized for watching. Sure, it. Oh, sure, 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 sure. was giggling the whole time too. It's like <laughs> fucking terrifying. It is gross. It
1: is a good gross story. She's right. But,
0: but so, you know, he's like, okay. And he- Takes her back to his um, little, I guess his apartment or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he has like all this weird art. And um, the art is weird. He has apparently a- some of that is like a Giallo
1: movie poster, maybe. He's into Giallo, Ooh. Italian horror. My Italian friend's boyfriend horror. one time asked us if we knew what Giallo was and had covered any Giallo movies. And I said, What's that? So
0: that's my take. Um, I know what it but- is, but we have not covered. We'll get there in due time. That. Um, but he, like he has, you know, weird art. He has a film about cannibalism. And she says something so funny where it's like, I don't think she could eat his whole, whole finger in one bite. That's just mm-hmm. so unrealistic. Like, it's a little um, far-fetched. Wait. And then like he gets weirded out because she like bites him while making out with him. And I'm like, poser. You want to no. be like all cool and like, I'm weird. I like weird and different, but like you don't, you don't like you want some basic bitch. Like, don't <laughs> even lie. Don't even pretend like, no. very, like here, here. A, okay. a very aggressive <laughs> nip or nip lip nibble every
1: once in a while. I-
0: I totally
2: I see what you're saying, because like a- Adam is trying to paint himself as a little freak boy, but he does a really good job because I want to talk more about his his movie. Um, but also before we get to his movie, we have to talk about the first makeout scene when they, he has the stabby knife, which is like a fake stab knife. You can stab someone, but they don't die because it's fake. Um, it's one of those and- ones where
1: the blade like is spring loaded and yeah. it
0: goes inside because it's just it's a yes. fun prop knife.
2: Yes, I want that. Loved really it. Bad. Loved they that had, scene. they have like very literally hot. the horniest makeout I've ever seen in my life where they're like stabbing each other with the knife. And I was like, I'm going to die because this is Knives amazing. Knives are hot. Okay. It was hot. It was very hot. And there were no stakes because we know <laughs> it's fake, but they're still stabbing each other. It's wonderful. Um, And so, okay. And he's got the weird art on the wall and it's exciting. The weird art really reminded me of this time. I went home to some guy's house and he had this like, huge art on his wall that was similar kind of vibes it was like a lady with a machine gun for a leg like very uh oh what's it called draft house um and and I was like oh what's that that's cool because I didn't know what to say and he was Uh like oh yeah that's my art that I made after I got out of prison anyway that's what it reminded me of uh
1: So No additional from, commentary,
0: yeah. Moving, moving on, on from on.
2: that. Um, but like, he also has his amazing voicemail message where like she calls him and he's like, hey, it's Adam, leave a message after the scream. Ah! <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I love him. Um, and he says he likes weird and all of that stuff. But here's the thing. I don't blame him for being as freaked out as he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get his fucking movie, which like. His movie, they start watching the movie because May showed up at his house because he hadn't called her back and had been standing in front of her, his front door since 2 p.m. He says that it's been, she's been standing out there for two hours. So that would make it 4 p.m. It looked like lower light than that. And depends on the type of time of year. But it looked like the it was fall. evening time. It shouldn't time. be that dark. Yeah, it was it was
1: before,
2: before the Halloween. time change. So how long had she been out there? There, Like, that would be, it would have been over for me right then. But for some reason, he thought that was hot because he is freaky.
1: Um, or maybe and he then just he, didn't believe her.
2: I mean, she was just standing outside of his door
1: completely.
2: <laughs> she didn't look like Dylan. she was like, oh, I'm she about, to, really kn- cute, oh, I'm about to knock. She it was like her, her hand outfit. was up and she was about to knock. She looked very cute. She looked very cute. Um, the other sad thing about this movie is that as it progresses, she gets so much better at socializing, but just worse at every other part of being a human, you know, because she right. starts killing people. Um, <laughs> but then, okay, his movie. Let's talk about his movie and that whole scene because she brings him over to his house to her house. And she serves him mac and cheese, I guess, and then uh, yellow Gatorade in wine glasses. And I did think that that was nice. I like Gatorade in a goblet, baby. Yeah, G- Gatorade in a goblet just makes sense. It's alliterative, it's beautiful. Um, the, theme his- Gatorade, the theme for today is Gatorade. I think for today's Gatorade. The theme for the day is Gatorade. You won't understand that, but we do.
0: It's uh- <laughs> a fun inside joke with us and our- an one of our besties. Joke. oh god Uh
1: (laughs) i i hope our besties listening
2: (laughs) um but anyway this movie when i when we're first watching adam's movie i was like this is really bad because the actors (laughs) are terrible but it's on purpose the Mm. woman in the movie has such insane eyes
1: it looks like she has her own like Cross eyed moment, um, when the camera's really close on her and she's looking at the guy's face so close. It's called Jack and Jill, by the way, which Jack and Jill. I love.
2: Set to the song My Baby Does the Hanky Panky, the whole thing mm-hmm. is a, oh, a this music song video. Was very
0: mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Song I thought the whole was thing fun. was fun. I love oh, the whole thing. I thought it was a glass. I
2: loved it because I didn't know it was going to be a horror thing at first. I forgot. And so I was like, these actors are bad at acting. And then I was like, oh no, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's a make out where everyone is eating. Well, everyone, there's two people. Man and a woman are eating each other as they're having sex. So zombies, I guess, are cannibalism.
1: It was very but it's hot. it's great. It's because it starts with like very flirtatious and then comes the finger moment that Sydney referenced earlier. Um, and she bites the finger- t- clean, clean off. off and they just start like kind of feasting on each other but it's like intercut with shots of them like circling each other and then like wrestling each other I loved it I thought oh it was my God. great it's
2: giving troll too <laughs> it, is. it is giving it's, troll, it's troll too so I bet too. he
1: loved troll too
2: he loved troll <laughs> <giving> too fresh <laughs> it's giving fresh and it's giving troll too when he was eating her boobie i was like it's fresh it's giving fresh <laughs> and uh yeah it's, it just reminds me of the lady who and who's laying on the ground and turns into a puddle and troll too and is getting eaten remind me of that so.
1: yeah but the way that may is like watching it and every few moments she's like scooting closer canoodling closer to adam she is loving it she's of thrilled course. by this movie she's and she's like so oh i thrilled. get it i get the vibe he's not passing the vibe check.
2: no oh no okay but and he okay he's into he's watching her watch it the whole time too which i thought was hot um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was, it was hot. It was hot. And they're having their makeout scene. And like, I thought it was really cute because she kept getting really excited. And there's that part where she doesn't know what to do with her hands. And she's like, "Ah, (laughs) like with her hands, like (laughs) really tense around his body. And he's like, okay, slow down and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, this is going so well. And then he does that sexy shirt thing that dudes do. That men do. Where they pull their shirt off by the back of their neck. (gasps) I tried to do right, that like earlier today when they like and it got it caught like in that. my earrings. Like your shirt be
1: Go ahead. Do the whole thing. Try. <laughs> Whip it off. <laughs> you guys are just as hot as Jeremy's sister right now.
2: This is a dress. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a little bit too much material. Um, I could Thank do it you. though. I'm going to practice. I have some button down short sleeve shirts. Um, but like, <laughs> then she bites him and he starts bleeding a lot. There's a lot of blood. Um, and I think it's then that it's, I don't think it's just that moment. Cause at first he's like, like, Oh, you know, and he's like not immediately super, super horrified, like his arms still around her and stuff. But then when she's like, is trying to like basically suck the blood off of his out of his mouth you know like some <laughs> vampire shit when um, she
1: smears it all over herself yeah that's when he starts yeah. to go oh mm, I don't know
2: she's got a blood kink um
1: for sure for sure
2: I think then it's just like all of the pieces that have happened so far coming together and him being like this person just injured me and before they stalked me stuck me, me to my house Probably stalked me that one time where they bumped crashed into me on
0: purpose in the street. Mm-hmm. Um, Weirdly, uh rubbed their face on my hand before well, we knew each other.
1: Like, at a cafe as a stranger, yeah. It's just it, like is a lot of red flags. I get it. <laughs> it's a
2: lot of red flags so I was like yeah baby get out of there and then the scariest part and we have not even talked about this at all was that as soon as he leaves you hear May screaming at the top of her lungs at Susie her doll um because she looks over at Susie and Susie's like watching them had been watching them have canoodles um and she's like I told you to look at the wall like and Adam's like what the fuck (laughs) Um, don't blame him but like okay I guess let's get into Susie real quick before we dive into Anna Faris and never resurface right? <sighs> um, but yeah okay this doll Susie that her mom made for her in the glass case because she's not supposed to be played with just she's, supposed special. Be at. she's
1: she,
0: special she doesn't come
1: out of the case
2: as May starts to like come out of her shell and put herself out there like in turn with like, like equal in equal measure as May puts herself out there. The glass around Susie starts cracking and breaking and I'm getting big picture of Dorian Gray vibes. Um, ah. I don't know. That's what I was thinking, but I don't like with Dorian Gray, like every time he did something bad, it would affect the portrait and not him. Right. That's what. Happened yeah, he stayed it's young and sexy and hot high forever,
1: Oof. and the portrait got old and ugly and mean, essentially.
2: Yeah, so it's not an exact tit for tat. Uh, whatever. Assimila- assimilation is not the word that I was trying to use. Okay, think back to AP Lit. Hmm. Oh, you were gonna say simile, maybe? Simile or metaphor? Yeah. Metaphor. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Simile exactly using like or same. as. It's not exactly the same as Dorian Gray, but like there's definitely some vibes there. But like, I, I don't know. What do you guys think about the doll? Do you think that she like was sort of possessed or that May had poured so much of her not possessed, but like May had poured so much of her energy into that doll by it being her only friend her whole life? Like, do you think the doll had something going on or do you think May was just that far gone?
0: I think the doll was just a doll, um, and all like the cracks and stuff just kind of represented May's like sanity, like full on like she was she like because when when the case like eventually shatters is then when she goes on like off she shatters. Know what I mean? Like it is. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's her mental illness. Um. Like I think she's just or her projecting. disconnect
1: or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think that it's something like that too because there are times when you can like hear the glass like cracking, cracking and creaking. Yeah. Um. And she hears it too because there are times when she yells at Susie to shut up, basically. Yeah. And then the she glass cracking stops
2: while leaving a voicemail for Adam. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Um. But there are, there are lots of moments like that. But I I was really interested in this movie. Um. And there was a lot that i was like seeing in it and i wanted to know more about um because i was i i didn't know if i was bringing the right vibes or not um but i went looking and i did find an article from someone um on and by the way the work i had to put in to actually find and access this article after finding like a screenshot of the headline on google images um it was an effort but I will share the link with you directly in the episode notes so you don't have to go through what I went through but um it is a post from someone named giz giz I mm, I don't okay I'm not gonna try to say the name because I don't know if that's a real name or not um but or if it's just, like, Laura Gizlison, actually. I don't know. Whatever. The name of the article is May and the Importance of Autistic Representation. Ooh. Um, and they talk about how they first saw the movie May at, like, a sleepover, which would have been insane to think about, like, little girls watching this movie at a sleepover. Um, That's what she Mac says and they were, Yeah, You're they said like- they were pre-teens. Um, but they are also, I don't know their pronouns, which is why I'm using they. Um, But they are also queer. They got their autism diagnosis when they were in their 20s. And they were like, I just see so much of myself in May, both in like the way that May needs things to be really spelled out. um, And like May seems to be stimming at some moments. Um, And there's like a lot of like classic autism symptoms Um, and people have like tweeted this at Lucky McKee, the director about this and other pieces of work that Lucky McKee has done and Lucky has basically said like that wasn't necessarily my intention but I love if people see that here Um, and I love people like bringing their own identities into these movies and like connecting them Um, and so I think a lot of her behavior and her like social disconnect is just that sometimes um and then obviously it becomes more because autistic people are not murderers by trade um but yeah I think I think that is like a lot of the basic stuff in the beginning and also like explains why she struggles so much to connect with people and why she relies Mm -hmm. on like this doll um but I read a bunch of other articles about this movie too when I was like looking for thoughts about it um because I also went googling to see if the actress um Angela Bettis does anybody know if that's right yeah Bettis. Bettis? okay I went to see if she had a lazy eye in real life and she says she does by the way but it goes in the opposite direction and Lucky McKee has a lazy eye in the same direction as May the character and so he really wanted it to be the same um because apparently a lot of his movies are very autobiographical um particularly this movie though which is interesting um but i found a lot of articles that were talking about susie in the box and may being in like a metaphorical box and um there are some different takes like one person kind of looked at it as like when the glass shatters and susie the doll gets ruined that's when may like snaps basically and the rest of the movie is a hallucination Um, and that's why she's like moving through the world so smoothly, effortlessly socializing with people, like charming her way into scenarios. Um, and then another talk, another take that I saw was just like, you know, she's just broken after that. Like, that's like the last straw and she just can't, she can't do it anymore. Things are broken. And she's just like, okay, this is not working. These traditional methods, I'm doing my own thing now. And honestly, that's girl boss and we love it for her.
2: I would like to present a third option, which supports my possible possessed doll uh, Mm -hmm. theory, which I don't think is the case. But um, throughout the movie, she, like, gets advice from Susie. She asks her, like, how to kiss and asks Yes, her that Susie thing. teaches her
1: how to kiss. That was when I said that Adam was being mean. When he was like, who taught you how to kiss? I was like, shut yeah. up, you little bitch. Be grateful exactly. to be kissed. And then she's
2: furious with Susie after that because Susie's the person – the person. Susie is the <laughs> entity who taught her how to kiss and gave her advice on how to kiss. Um, and – You know, whatever she did in that moment with that kiss, she like pushed Adam was like aggressive, um, in a way. And so, um, and then there might have been one other instance where like she like took advice from Susie and it didn't go the way that she wanted to. So another way that I kind of interpreted it that it could be is that when the glass breaks, like she becomes Susie because um she dresses because she dresses, yeah, she creates this dress on Halloween. Because she's Susie a seamstress unleashed. and she and she dresses exactly in the outfit that Susie was wearing in her doll case. And she wears that outfit as she commits all of the murders, except for Spiky Boy. I don't think she's wearing his, his that outfit when she kills Spiky Boy. Um, OK, I was more four. Here the moment. So, True. yeah, something to consider.
1: Option, option four. I'm going to put a thumb down because I had it up before. Option four, I think, is maybe she's free of Susie in that moment. Susie maybe was, Susie, Susie was like was, the thing restraining her before. Oh,
2: maybe Susie was the embodiment of her mother, telling her to be perfect, be, normal. Her, be normal, be normal, don't be weird, and yeah. rein it all in. And then once that was broken, she was like, "No, nah, I'm just gonna fucking kill people, man."
1: Guess what? You can't tell me what to do anymore, Susie, you little bitch. What to do, um, mom? I although mean, she does, people. she does save Susie's eyes at the end although we know that they don't work so <laughs> what's there to be said about that moment actually of interest or should we wait until we get to that moment to get to that moment
2: yeah let's wait till we let's wait the end. okay but let's let's talk about Anna Ferris because um she is the light of this movie she is the light of my heart she is so she funny. has so many good lines <laughs> She's so horny and she's so pretty,
1: like angel, like Mm -hmm. early two thousands (laughs) angel. The (laughs) dark hair, I love on her so much, and it's honestly just really fun to see her in an actual horror movie and not one of the scary movies. Yes,
2: totally. Oh my god, and she's just like so like unashamed about what she wants. She's just like Mm -hmm. a loud, proud
1: lesbian. She literally um, described herself in an interview as an aggressive lesbian and I was like, yeah, that's yeah.
0: that's the vibe. Uh 100% I, the that's thing. the vibe. I know back in the day, like I kind of see her as a little bit of, of a predatory lesbian in this movie Okay, like, watching it the second time, mm-hmm. like I could kind of see how like she's I, manipulative for sure. I wouldn't be okay with like this on-screen representation as mm. like I, I had a great time but like this movie came out in 2003 when that was like such a thing and the director is a straight man so it's like mm. yeah no there's a little bit of that I totally agree um, I
2: remember when I was uh, when I saw this the first time and was but a young not figured out my sexuality yet high school student i was like oh she's so intense (laughs) and little may doesn't know what she's doing which is like she doesn't at first and also she definitely like manipulates may into taking pussy (laughs) taking the pussy cat to her house what was the name of the pussy cat (laughs) loopy loopy Loopy. what a cute name for a cat because she's like like dancing with her and like being super sexy with her, but all to get her to take the cat, you know? But at the same time, she also does really like May and she also is horny for May. So it's not like entirely not, it's not entirely like a lie or or, or something. You know what I mean?
0: It's not a lie, but I think she knows like something's a little off with May. And especially when they're like, Interacting and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It just hmm. it seemed very well, off. That's so, I that so interesting. I both, like, like
2: both it. Adam and Polly, I think, like like that she's weird and they think that it's cute, which is like infantilizing, but
0: but here's the thing, there's a difference in like liking somebody because they're weird and mm-hmm. like realizing like that like something is off with this person and taking advantage of them which is kind of what I think Polly did.
1: That's so interesting that you say that to me though because I didn't I mean the when she kisses her after the dancing that's the only moment where I felt like a line had really been crossed um but this movie, like, made me have reflections about my sexuality and the way that I am comfortable receiving sexual advances from different kinds of people. And I felt like it was kind of exactly the energy that I personally would want, um, which is, I th- I think um, I would be much more comfortable receiving those, like, very forward, straight-faced um like aggressive moves from a woman than a man who I would be like a lot less comfortable receiving that kind of sexuality from um and it'll like
2: not be confused like what's their vibe you know what Polly's vibe yeah (laughs)
1: like I felt like Polly was very much like putting out here's "Here's here's exactly what I know
0: what her vibe is like may clearly did not get that which we learn like later in the movie like
1: But other than the kiss, she doesn't do anything. She waits for May to come to her. She just says, hey, putting it out there. I'm down 100% for literally whatever.
0: But May came there because she was like upset about Adam. And then she like, and that's when like, she's literally there, like upset about Adam. And that's when Polly makes like a sexual advance at like towards her.
2: But I don't think that May is is not attracted to Polly. She's definitely attracted to Polly, but she's that, like not. She's never she's had a boyfriend.
0: Fine, but I'm just saying, like the way that Polly was re- like at, like reacting was not chill at all. Like this movie would be like it was just not chill. It seems like the vibes were totally off for you,
1: and that is okay. Those were not the vibes that I. I got
0: from yeah. this movie. Yeah, like I had a great time watching it the first time and then watching it the second time, I was like, this is kind of gross. Like Polly's behavior is gross. Oh, I loved Polly's
2: behavior. <laughs> I loved Polly's
0: behavior too. To each their own, to each yeah. their own. That's like, when I got um. the first watch. And then the second watch, I don't know, the second watch watching The Sober, I picked up like, I still had a great time with this movie, but I picked up all the like, mm. Mm, like ick of this movie too. Yeah, you got the
2: 2002 it. of it all. Exactly, um, like
0: the early 2000s of it. I was just like, oh yeah. That's true. God.
1: I'm yeah. reading through a very 2022 lens. And you're right, perhaps I would have had a different read in 2002 or in the context of like 2002 if I was keeping that in mind. Totally. If this was the only lesbian you ever saw on a movie screen, that would be very different than me now watching it as a queer person who consumes a not small amount of queer media who just likes to see queer people being exactly who they are. You know what I mean? But if you only have that representation, that's different. And that's kind of how I felt about like May herself and the possible autistic representation also, like to have the autistic person be the villain or the murderer is in its way not ideal. But I also think she is the murderer she is the she's also the hero and the heart of the movie and then like the last shot this movie has but also the last shot to me and I'll discuss this more in depth later but the last shot to me made me feel like okay this is I'm I'm good with this and I like it and I think it was worthwhile and then that other person said that it was really important to them that they saw themselves in it so I think if they liked it then that's great too
0: One of the things that I do wish was directed slightly differently is with Mm -hmm. Ambrosia. Oh, Ambrosia sucks. But I wish we never interacted with her and we only saw her legs the entire movie.
1: But I do like that she twirls on command. You know what I mean? Like she gives some pushback, but she does do the twirl.
0: Like I loved when it was just like you, it, she was just like legs, know what I mean? And you would just mm-hmm. there was like all the shots and it was like just her legs. And cause like, she didn't like add any quite frankly, know what I mean? Like talking wise, I just think it would have been so much better if she would have just stayed like a pair of legs and then we could have had a nice moment a la Halloween where we just see May kill her with the legs and like the legs like fall or something like flailing that. yeah the legs going like this like I would I think that would have been like her death was a good death Uh-huh. but I think it would have just been like more fun if Ambrosia had just stayed a pair of legs
1: I think it was funny the first time Uh, I think they, they leaned on the leg thing a little too long. Um, So again, the opposite of what you're saying for me, but I think if it were just legs the whole time, that would have felt like weirdly inconsistent with the rest of the movie, but I would have liked if they had done more bits like that and had that, you know what I mean? But it would have been a one way or the other thing for me because everybody else blank gets to be a whole person. Jeremy Sisto, obviously, we see a lot of Anna Ferris, We see a lot of um the cat. We see a good amount of. Um, yeah, because the uh,
2: whole thing is that May can't. Ex- she's reducing ex- people's people. holes. Like people's holes. <laughs> <laughs> May well, can't she can't. Except the, the whole person. um, She only likes their parts. Like even. Which she says obviously, to the punk guy.
1: Blank. Yeah. Why is his name blank? That's so strange and
0: Wait, interesting.
1: His name though. is blank. They never say it in the movie, but it's on IMDb. That's okay. funny. But like,
2: even with Polly, like, say what you will, but you can't say she's not sexy. But like, even like when the actual like uh sex scene happens between or yeah, sex scene between Polly and uh May, which was amazing. Um uh what was I trying to say words
1: words thoughts that she gets distracted The oh she yeah
2: yeah she is like really into it once it gets started and then she looks at the finger mole mole, and is so horrified by it that it turns her off completely so she can't accept anyone else's flaws but she expects people to accept her for all of her flaws and that's what's really frustrating about her and it was at that point that I really stopped liking May as much I still felt a lot of sympathy for her but I was like she's so superficial and she expects everyone to just like accept her for stalking them and all of this stuff and all of these scary things that she's doing um and and like immediately thinks Adam is her boyfriend, all this stuff. Same thing with Polly. She's like really upset when Polly has ambrosia over because she's already been like, Oh, you're mine, you know? But she did have Even that though she's
1: seeing Adam at the same time. Two timer. Yeah.
2: Exactly. So she doesn't hold people to the same, she doesn't hold herself to the same standard that she holds other people to, which is frustrating.
1: Yeah, she has that conversation with Adam where she's literally like, You're perfect, aren't you? And he says, Nobody's perfect. And she says, You're perfect. <laughs> like doubles down. Like she's a hundred percent projecting that onto him. And it's again, pedestalizing anybody is never gonna work out. It's never gonna be a good idea. Um, and he literally tries, so I think I think you're right. In some ways, he is just being like a normal person, having normal reactions. Um, I think it's a little um, phony to, to be like, that's too weird without ever explaining what your boundaries are. Um, but biting, hurting each other, that needs to be discussed ahead of time.
2: Exactly. That's what I was just gonna yeah. say. Like, oh, you didn't tell me I wasn't allowed to cut your mouth open with my teeth. Um That's what what is that pouring now? out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's literally like it's a big cut. So yeah, we talk about consent, May, but uh she'll, she'll learn that in time, maybe. Uh, but let's let's talk about uh the twist, not the Knew it was coming. Wait, I
1: want to <laughs> talk about the scene where Susie breaks with um, yeah, have to talk about the care for the blankets because that's oh, just so horrible.
2: Well yeah, that's, that's the start of it. That's the start of the the end. Because what the fuck was that? Oh, my God. Like, the whole movie, May has been hanging out in Illusion Park. And she sees all these blind kids that are at a daycare that's nearby. But they are hanging out in the park. And there's one girl who, like, won't hang out with anyone. She's over by a tree by herself the whole time. Such a
0: cute name for a girl
2: such a cute cute name and so obviously May's like that's just like me I like stayed I didn't have any friends and I don't want Petey to not have any friends so she like literally goes and volunteers I'm like do they do any sort of interview process for these volunteers just wondering (laughs) (laughs) just a question
1: no but she is a respectable vet tech maybe maybe they did a background check and everybody was like seems clear
2: Actually at this point she's gotten pretty like socially adept at this like at this point in the movie. So, you know, she probably did great at the interview. Um, but yeah, she's trying to help Petey and so she decides to like bring in her doll to like show everyone a show and tell. And that's like what what is happening in that scene? I I don't even understand. <laughs>
1: Well, there's a lot going on. Um, but I did read this really, really good article from diaboliquemagazine.com. which I, I also never read that read article. Of. Yeah, <laughs> that by was Hood. A really good one. It was really good. Um, and it talked in that article about like how she kind of sees the blind kids as like a, a refuge from people who can't see that she's weird because you said she's expecting people to like accept her weird stalking behavior i don't necessarily think that she is because i don't think she that even registers as like weird or unacceptable behavior Mm -hmm. to her i think to her that's fair like she literally just thinks that it's her lazy eye that people think is like strange and off-putting and to her credit there is one scene where she sits at the bus stop and takes her glasses off and like looks over and smiles at a guy And he looks over and then he sees that she has a lazy eye and he like literally gets up and leaves. Um, So like, it's not that she's getting no feedback, um, but she sees the blind kids as kind of like a a respite from people who can see that she is different um, because of her eye, even though she has like the glasses and the contacts that correct it um at least while she's wearing them and and so she's able to move through the world without being like visibly different um but in that moment it's that like agreement that they have or or not agreement that they have the children haven't agreed to anything but like the pretense of why she's there is like shattered because she is still weird she is still different when she's being like this is my best friend and they're like it's just a box and they can't get beyond that even though Deirdre is like it's her best friend must be in the box and she goes very good Deirdre and I was like yay um yeah (laughs) but then She's like, Petey, come touch the glass," which first of all, the glass is broken. The glass is yeah, the glass is the all kids kind of do so. not invite blind kids to come put their fingers on it. Um, but but I want to read part of this article because it just was it was really good. Um, it says part of it is um okay. Now, as an adult contact lenses replace the gla- the glasses and the patch, but they cannot replace the divide in her very soul embedded and fixed there by years of loneliness. May exists in an eternal feedback loop. Her status as an outsider so codified into her very being that her every attempt to bridge the divide between her and others is doomed to failure and only reinforces the distance between them, a self-fulfilling prophecy. She has become an Ouroboros, eating the tail of her own despair. May's best and only friend, Susie, also lives in a box, which I thought was like cute the way they did the little metaphor thing. Um, Later in the article, it says um it talks about may treating others the way that they treat her and that being frustrated um but the part about the daycare is may seems surprised when the children can't tell what it is unable in her mind to separate the doll from the box that contains it it's just a box says one feeling the case may seems offended susie's seclusion is what makes her special the children want to play with susie for dolls are meant to be played with but may They wrest it from her hands and the box, the boundary shatters. Susie is in pieces. So is May. Her weirdness has transcended the gaze of others. It is innate. The incident leaves her with glass in her eye and for a short period, seeing the world through a haze of pain and blood. Um, and I just, I thought the, the whole article is really worth yeah. a read. I'll put the, the link in yeah. the description, it's,
2: but... it's already in there. <laughs> oh, good. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then the end of that scene is just so horrible because like, Oh the kids my God. Misunderstand what like,
1: and a, the adults something... have shocked faces in the back for one moment. And then seemingly are just like, well, whatever's happening is going to happen and they don't step in.
2: Yeah, I don't know what, I thought the kids misinterpreted what like, cause the lady, like one of the ladies yells out glass and then they, I I feel like they misinterpret it and then they get on the ground or something. Like, do they think it's coming from the air? But they all fall down on their hands and knees. Like why? Did they think it was candy? Do you think this was a pinata situation? It was literally so fucking
0: horrifying. There's blood everywhere.
1: honestly that would be so knees.
0: traumatic also and then like we see and bed. then she comes home covered in blood in the elevator with the making out couple who by the way is director lucky mckee is that guy oh wow that's funny fun little director cameo here's the thing if i was the director i'd be like you know what i'm gonna do make out on my own in every
1: movie yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i get it very on a night movie, of, part him. of the script. But, like, this is something that I thought it was kind of interesting when you, I think Chelsea brought up that what happened after this was like a dream or like a, mm-hmm. a delusion or stuff. Cause we do see like, she's rubbed glass into her eye or something like that. Cause her eyes are, she's turned, really rubbing it in there. <laughs> she's
1: like scratching, pulling
0: at her eyes. And then like the next thing we see, she's like perfectly fine.
1: That's what, like, the evidence was pointing to that they were talking mm-hmm. about. But we do see that she is, like, lying in her room for a long time with the dead yeah. cat on her mm. and her doll's broken body over her face. Because we get the voicemail from Polly being like, hey, you've missed two days of work, and Dr. Sarkeesian is getting a little worried. Um, and And I don't know, I think you can maybe assume that more time has passed um but i i see why someone would be like okay if she's back to normal right after that and now she's like markedly different in a social context can we infer that this is like her envisioning what's happening as she lies there in her bed with her fucked up eyes and her dead cat and her dead doll but i don't think so i think she's really doing it
2: i think she's really doing it too i think she really, really does doing it, it. She really does it. I mean, she meets second time on the bench, maybe third. She meets blank <laughs> and has more luck with him. I've never seen anyone do their hair like that before. You um, haven't? So that, I just saw someone on TikTok that the
1: other day. And What's they said the they da- sleep with- in it. They sleep face down, face on the pillow so that they don't. No, miss. They're seen- called Liberty Spikes.
2: No, the that that I've totally seen. I've seen liberty spikes a million times before. It's the weird ones that hang down around your neck. He had some that were erect and some that were flaccid, <laughs> and it was the flaccid ones that are the ones that I don't understand. Right in front of his ears, it was a very mm. strange thing that I didn't understand that was going on. But I loved his Frankenstein tattoo. Uh-huh. Um, I love. So that did she? Just... Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, he had great arms um and when he took off his shirt and he's like it's so hot can I put some do you have ice can I put some of my nipples nipples? (laughs) (laughs) he's so comfortable in his skin and in any location
0: including a strange woman's apartment (laughs) I love that he was like you want to go get some (laughs) jujubes yeah just a
1: friend he's out there being what was it from last time friend shaped
0: Right, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's shaped fr- like yeah. a friend.
2: He is a fr- shaped like a friend, but then he's dead. I mean, I also would have reacted poorly to finding a dead cat in a person's freezer, so I can't blame him. Sure, for that.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing you want to um, find. Listen, as somebody a who used to have are... dead squirrels in their freezer, sometimes you just see things. You know,
2: I would have been freaked out, Sydney, if I found that (laughs) I would have been freaked out Um, with the context that I have from knowing you for however many years now, I wouldn't be as surprised. But if Mm -hmm. it was like week one at iHeart, I went over to your apartment and I opened it and there was a dead squirrel in there. We wouldn't be sitting here on this podcast today.
0: (laughs) I think we would have because I would have been like I'm very into taxidermy and you would be like, oh, I also am interested in taxidermy. I don't know if I would have
2: been like, oh, it's so cool. This girl I'm already scared of does DIY at-home taxidermy.
1: (laughs) Picking up squirrels on the street. Yeah, that would be a little different.
2: Call the health department. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I just love how it goes from like zero to 1,000 million um, for the rest of the movie. And I think all of the kills are so fun and so well done and then some are very sad um but yeah I mean like blank that was a perfect way to start it off because you don't really see it coming because they're like they've never met before um and what what's next is Adam next or is, is Anna Ferris Polly's next Polly's one was so sensual <laughs>
1: Okay, here's the thing that I do want to say about Polly is, and I, again, it doesn't work out for Polly either, but what I felt was different in the Polly romance versus the Adam romance is that Adam is doing what is like very common behavior of expecting the other person to like pick up the vibe basically when he's saying like, I have plans, I have that, but he's not being like, I'm not interested in you. He's not being like, it was not cool when you did. Like he's not giving her the straightforward messages. He's expecting her to get the subtext and she's not. Polly is not dealing in subtext at all, which is what I liked and what I thought worked for me and what I think came off as,
0: so aggressive for you, Sydney. Um, it, it's not even like that. That's not what I like. I don't know. Just the way that mm-hmm. this lesbian was written by a straight man in sure. the early 2000s when there wasn't that much like female, like gay representation on screen rubs me mm-hmm. the wrong way. Like, that's what rubs me the wrong way. Totally. Okay. like I hear yeah, you. I hear I you. Think
2: she, she's also like pursuing may and i think that may likes that too because she's getting like the runaround from adam um Mm -hmm. the whole movie and he's like interested but then he ghosts her for weeks and then he's interested again and then you know so on and so forth but like with polly she's like pursuing her and is like i'm interested in you come eat melons with me like (laughs) (laughs) you know um but then like she also doesn't understand nuance like she's like, "Oh this girl likes me for sure and so this is a done deal but like it's not a done deal it's a 21st century we're not married from what from mm-hmm. one makeout session you know and so like the, she gets so furious about ambrosia um
0: the worst name that is the name of a salad
1: It is
0: I had <laughs> ambrosia salad Monday. <laughs> how i don't know if
2: i've ever had ambrosia salad and what i've heard of it though is that it's like not that exciting for something that is literally like the magical food of the gods like that's what that word is from it's from mm. greek mythology and they named it after like what what is it made out of what is it ambrosia marshmallows
0: made of? marshmallows uh <laughs> cool whip The little can, the mandarin orange bastard is there. There were full
1: peeps in the ambrosia salad that I had. Full peeps.
0: (laughs) That sounds
2: like my worst fucking nightmare. I hate peeps.
1: (laughs) Look, they didn't really add anything other than style, and I liked it.
0: Well, I guess in so there's this coconut context, and walnuts in there too. Don't forget the shredded coconut Oh my coconut God, it's so fucking bad. I'm going to throw think, up. Look, everybody
1: does their own little different recipe. We have pink salad for Thanksgiving at my cousin's house and it's delightful. Okay? I love the
2: like 50s housewife, uh, like casseroles and recipes mm-hmm. such as ambrosia salad that have transcended through the decades in different families so- and like still live on to this day pineapple upside down cake slaps okay (laughs) my my aunts all canned green bean casserole incredible
0: y'all will think this is vile but it's a huge thing in the south and it is like a fought over staple at our hot like our Christmas and Thanksgiving and it's pear salad and it is half of a pear like a canned pear a dollop of mayonnaise (laughs) Immediately now Immediately, no. on top of the mayonnaise and Ooh, a wait. maraschino cherry on top <laughs> Sydney did I have that when I came to your house you might have because we eat it a lot and it slaps I, sound sounds, I feel like I've seen that <laughs> it. I
2: either saw it on the internet or I ate it. <laughs> either way, I think if I ate either it, I way, liked you've it. You
1: consumed <laughs> it in some capacity. I need mayonnaise to be what? hidden. <laughs> I need it to be snuck into my dishes when I consume it. I don't want to know that it's there.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait, we got to get back to Polly.
1: No, <laughs> no we can do mayonnaise <laughs> for five more minutes. <laughs> wait.
2: Hi, no, welcome to mayonnaise no, This no, so <laughs> is the mayonnaise discourse I'll episode um but it's just so sad because there's this whole part we haven't brought up that like like this is super premeditated because uh once Mm. polly kill or no sorry once may kills blank she's like planning out the rest of her kills and so she like measures polly's neck and all this stuff um because like she's gonna make her a a top blouse she says a blouse um because she's a seamstress. And, and she says so about excited. the mole,
1: She goes, Have you ever thought about having this removed? Like, girl, shut up. P- Polly it. says, My grandma said it's the imperfections that make you special. But then she's so self-conscious. She's like, What do you what do you think, May? Yeah. May her opinion doesn't matter here, right now. You keep yeah. that mole, Polly. And you fuck that hot girl Ambrosia, who was just too hot to pass up when she said she was down. Like, you go, girl. <laughs>
2: like if someone saw my party tit and said have you ever thought about getting that fixed besides my mom because she did say that to me i would be (laughs) devastated (laughs) so um rude don't keep to yourself (laughs) but anyway um yeah so like they're at they're over at polly's house and she's like oh did you bring my blouse?" And she's, like, so ready to receive this blouse. And then she's like, oh, wait. Actually, what's happening is some sexy scoople play, scalpel play here. Because earlier in the movie, there was uh, some
1: sexy stabbing moment. harm
2: happening. Uh, un- unclear. <laughs> but they're stabbing each other in the fingers with, sal- with scalpels. And it was incredibly sexual somehow. Um, and so... It's just so sad because Polly's like, I trust you. I know you'd never hurt me as May is coming at her with two scalpels around her neck. And she just like literally presents her neck to May because she trusts her so completely and never thinks that she would do this to her. And
0: she just slits her throat. This is why rule number one is trust nobody. Never trust anybody for any reason. Everybody so I for that. sure would Don't not let schools anything. get
1: near my neck. Yeah, that yeah, would never yeah. be fun. Little sexy playtime. She thought it
2: was a cute callback to their sexy scalpel play in the awful awful in the office.
1: But also, <laughs> like May non-consensually stabbed her that time too. Yeah. But then Polly just happened to like it after the fact. Um, that she got lucky on that one. You know what I mean? Totally. But that's then, the thing. I think Polly does a a pretty good job of, of like consistently clearly stating what her boundaries are i think it really could have worked between them in a different movie
2: i know it's too bad it was very devastating loss and then and then of course ambrosia dies and her death is just silly she just gets (laughs) stabbed and then that's that and i love that may is just has the audacity to like just be actually doused in all these people's blood and blood and like taking this uh big ice chest filled with body parts just all around Silver Lake. She's That's just dragging it's through Halloween. Silver Lake. It's Halloween, baby. She can get away with murder. She literally is. <laughs> and then so then she goes over to Adam's house and he's there with his new girl um, and they invite her in because the new girl is like, oh, why don't you come in? Girl, you're an idiot. She
1: gets one compliment on her earrings, and she says, "Let's just see how this plays out."
2: I would like. I would never be like, "Oh, this is my boyfriend's ex who showed up at our house like with a big bloody fucking (laughs) ice chest." Let her come inside. If if they're cold, if you're cold, they're cold. Let them inside. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: yeah, they've Uh, got that whole exchange. There's the toy knife is there again. Um and she's talking about his hands she's being like touch me and the girl is like his hands are mine now honey but what she says back I loved um because she goes no they're mine quackle do um and I love that she called her a quackle do I don't know what it means um I googled it I think it was made up um huh hot hot new new term term. oh oh yeah hot new insult out on these streets yeah no Um, I love it uh, but this he- is where adam showed that he's a piece of shit because he pushes that girl off his lap onto the floor and then doesn't even help her up May's the one that goes over and helps her up and then he calls then her a dumb bitch too
2: yeah he's the dumb bitch for that um uh, but then may you know may helps her up but then she does stab her in the temple with a scalp yeah
1: mm-hmm. so she's polite so- for one moment but not with good intentions
2: And then how does she end up killing Adam? She stabs him in the stomach or? Yeah.
1: Like when she stabbed him with the toy knife earlier, which is actually really funny because he may or may not be dressed as uh, Julius Caesar. So him getting stabbed. I mean, he could just be a Roman. We don't know. But
2: I like to think it's a little Ides of March.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Oh, and then so then finally, like we flash forward to after i mean i guess we get like a little montage do
1: we get a montage there's lots of cuts back and forth just generally speaking in this movie that i think are done really well like they do it well in the blank kill scene too where it's like um you don't you see the the end result for a moment before you see her stab blank and deciding to stab blank um and that's why i think the, the scene in the beginning doesn't bother me as much because it feels very representative of, like, what the movie is doing as a whole also. There's lots of cuts back That's and fair. forth with the timeline.
2: I'll, I'll give you that. that. That does make sense thematically. Through, like, like, just cinematography-wise, like, choices mm-hmm. that they make throughout later on in the film. But then, you, yeah, we get, like, little back and forth as as May creates her... Cut to the doll Frankinson. pieces on the ground. Creation. Cut sewing body pieces together. Yeah. Yeah. And like she's she's incredible with uh, you know, a needle and thread. And what I really liked, because I wasn't sure exactly what it was that she was gonna take from blank. I knew she was gonna take um Polly's neck, but I was like, how the fuck is that gonna work? No, it's Polly's whole fucking torso, and I was just like, confirmation she loved oh. those boobies, yeah. Amy, the creation that she makes. So basically earlier on in the movie, we didn't mention this. She throws a um, an ashtray. ashtray that PD had made for May and it said May on it at the cat, at Loopy. And that's how Loopy dies. She murders Loopy. Um, right, and so she has the pieces though that say May. Um, and after she's created this whole creation and sewed a very disturbing head made of a bag i don't know it's so weird uh no head it looks like There's... a scary little
1: gimp mask yeah
2: yeah um she like names her creation amy and i was like love it they should have named it yam no amy is perfect no amy is hilarious did yam at
1: first yam is hilarious
2: amy is like better because it shows that she's now she's dated men she's dated women She's shading with women.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and someone on IMDb Trivia was like, and it's like a me in French for friend. So, oh, you know, there's that. Isn't that cute? That's nice. Yeah.
2: But yeah, she's got blanks arms. because He's got the sexy Frankenstein tattoo. Got the whole neck and whole torso of Polly. Because, of course. And then the gams of ambrosia and adam's hands to tie it all together um Mated and those end, hands baby and the end of this movie is so sad and it's so confusing because she's created her creation she's she's reached her goal or whatever mm-hmm. and, and she's laying there next she takes to, polly's eyes the doll yeah, or she,
1: Susie's eyes the doll puts them on
2: puts them on on the face and she's got this person per- person there scare quotes um And she has done all this stuff, but she's still not happy because she's like, you can't see me like she just wants this whole movie. She wants to be like seen and held by someone who's real, not someone who's Susie, who's a doll, like an actual person to like see her for who she is. And so she's done all this stuff and done all these murders to create that person. But they're not alive. They're not a real person because. There are a bunch of dead body parts tied together. Um, so she like is so upset with that. She's like, you can't actually love me. It can't actually see me. And so her way of fixing that problem is to give it a real eye. Her oh, I own know. I've had too. Oh, yeah. I know. Does she rip out the lazy eye or the yes. other eye? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah okay, that's what I one. thought.
2: Yeah, she rips out her lazy eye. And that's the scene you see at the very beginning where she just
1: yanks, and y- eats it out of there. Uh, she like God. uses a scissors or something, really jams it in there.
2: Yeah. I mean, your brain's back there, babe. Be careful. Uh, <laughs> and puts it on top of Amy and she lays next to Amy and is like crying. And you're like, this is about to be the most depressing ending of any movie i've ever seen in my life like what is happening what is the point and it's all saved because somehow through either may's imagination or magic the power of love amy lifts its arm and strokes may to calm
1: her and that's the end <laughs> yes and i loved it because it's like one moment before she's stabbed herself in the eye she places the eye on there and then she lies down next to it and the eyeball rolls off and if it had ended when the eyeball rolled off I think I would have um laid down on the ground and never gotten back up but because it ends with the hand reaching over to me it's like oh okay this is real and she's validated in everything that she's done because it worked bitch um so you can't deny the result You can't deny the results.
2: (laughs) It's all about results, baby. (laughs) Oh man, what an ending. It's just, it's beautiful. It's poetic in its own way. I don't have enough strength within me to really dive into why, but you get it.
1: (laughs) I was rooting for her. I was sad for her. I mean, I was really sad when she killed Polly because um, a bunch of these like blogs and IMDb. Uh, blah 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 and imdb trivia was like she killed the people who wronged her in some way but like obviously that is not true um because blank didn't really do anything other than discover a dead cat in her freezer and be afraid um and polly was not exclusive with her and may was also not exclusive with polly um but yeah i think um i i was still rooting for her i was still like wanting the best for her by the end I think what makes her a hero is the hand reaching over because if it's just sad and she gets nothing then she's just the villain right but if she gets the love she's the hero she accomplished her goal she set out her narrative task has been achieved she's happy she's smiling in the last shot I felt good I felt my heart was warmed
2: I was euphoric at the end of this movie I was like Mm -hmm. what the fuck just happened I don't care. Yes. Let's and if it had gone it on longer
1: and Amy got up and started walking around or something, that would have been stupid. That would that have been would so been weird. Super
2: stupid. No, that was like it's the perfect per- it was the perfect ending. Um, but the question of how could it have been gayer? Um, is that th- that she just uh stopped and didn't kill the rest of everyone and ran away with Polly. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, <laughs> I
1: mean, I think Ambrosia could be left in the dust. Polly yeah, clearly great doesn't care legs, about her. But there's
2: more than great legs, you know.
1: Ambrosia has a bad attitude. Um, but Polly also says literally she's just a piece of ass, basically. Um, mm. So Polly is kind of a slut, but I love that for her.
2: Yeah, but Sometimes I love It's important this- to be a slut. <laughs> it it is. is. I'm a slut. So what? That's why
0: it rhymes. Because it's somebody <laughs> who is a slut it's fine or maybe former i'm a reformed slut i'm a reformed matured slut. In my I'm matured <laughs> slut.
2: you slut do whatever you want baby you're a slut in uh oh i almost said the very wrong word
0: what was that word <laughs> monica my-
2: I was going to say remission, but then I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> phrasing. Mm. I don't like mm-hmm.
1: it. Yeah. I played a, a flood far. on
2: hiatus. There you go. On hiatus. On hiatus. Retired.
1: Yeah. Oh, did you say that yeah. already? Is that what you said? First time around? No. Former is what you said. Former. Anyway,
2: <laughs> you never know. could always
0: come, we back come out, of retirement, I could any come 30 out of retirement. and thriving. I could come out of retirement. I don't want to mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Just get the gang back together for
1: one last heist. Oh my god. <laughs> We're getting the kids back together. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Polly is a raging lesbian. Um and May is certainly exploring her queer identity. Um and I think like you said, 100% embracing it. Um yeah. whether or not she knew it was there before, it's unlocked now. Um and Yam could have been a boy's name, you know what I mean? But you're right; she picked Amy. Um, mm-hmm. she rejected Yam, who surely was a, a man.
0: Um, I had a friend in high school who we called Yam. His <laughs> what was his name? He, Trevor. We just yeah. called him Yam. See, it's a boy.
1: Yeah, there you yeah. go.
0: Yam is definitely a boy yeah. nickname.
1: Yam, yeah, I feel like that. We was called right. him Yams. Okay. I'm back to you I think is a maybe. gender
2: neutral name
1: oh could be sure sure, <laughs> sure sure um but yeah I mean I don't I don't know that it could be much gayer other than they ran away Sydney. Together. you're right if it was like not leaning into problematic tropes of that era um and it was um
0: I want better more representation Some lesbians Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> Less problematic and, lesbianism and more wholesome lesbianism. I want lesbians <laughs> written by lesbians, okay? Look, I want a lesbian yes. who tells me I'm ready literally whenever you are and
1: I'll wait forever. Um, and if I have a girl here and you want me to kick her out, I will, so whenever that happens, I'll be ready for, well, I won't be ready, it'll take me a long time <laughs> to be ready, but they'll be waiting the whole time. That's the appeal. <laughs>
2: That's the appeal. They're the appeal. ready whenever you are.
1: Yes. Just, hey, whenever you're ready, I'm here. Literally any moment's notice, we'll drop everything.
2: Well, okay. How about this? For your consideration, Uh huh. I'm switching topics. Oh, Matthew okay. Lillard. <laughs> Matthew Lillard as Adam. For your consideration. Or- He's- a Matthew, great age for it.
0: Matthew Lillard as blank. Blank. <laughs> yes. Rubbing ice on his I nipples. Mean, yeah. Do you mind if I it's, it's so hot, hot the in same here?
2: Character is SLC Punk, okay? Or I know. SLC? Yeah, he can
1: just walk on over in his makeup. Yeah.
2: Same thing. The same character. We want to give him more opportunities to be sexy horror boy, you know. I think he could do both. He can't do both in the same movie. I mean, that would be fun. What if every character is painted by Matthew Lillard?
0: That would be fun. I would be down for that, actually. Suddenly, Polly's interesting now. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I feel like those are some good spots for him. There's not too
1: many other... Characters, you know. I mean, he could be Dr. Sarkeesian. Oh, he could be the guy who comes in with the dog who oh, lost his leg, leg and he's like, I don't know where the leg is. And then he comes back a few days later and he's like, I found the leg.
0: Can could, you reattach it? He could be Adam's roommate who's just doing push-ups. Mm.
2: Too who small doesn't a love cameo? A I need
0: more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, dumb bitch. It's hard because everyone is no, wrong.
0: No. I know who it is. One, there's two people. Um, it's baby Amy for when that other child, or not Amy, May, baby May, for when that mm-hmm. child walks up to her and he's like, are you a pirate? And she says, no. Why big would mistake, they no. the big mistake. Lead into
2: the pirate lead. Vibe.
0: i am a pirate but this eye patch is unrelated like she would have had so many friends and would have solved all of these problems my second contender is adam's new girl cute ears because why did she invite may in why
1: for the drama
0: you're dead now
1: you, you're dead
2: now mom um, yeah, I was going to say mom. Mom as dumb bitch. Because this is, she created her origin
0: story. <laughs> this monster. <laughs> She's, she is, but, like, we don't get enough of her, you know? Like, She's sure, sure, her sure, sure, silent
2: dumb bitch. Her vibe is felt throughout. Susie's the dumb bitch. Susie doesn't
0: even know how to kiss.
2: Yeah, what the hell, Susie? Dumb bitch material. <laughs>
1: Susie is putting out whack vibes. Um, She absorbed them from her creator, May's mom. I think they could share the title. title. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe Susie is possessed by May's mom, frankly. May's mom's spirit went into that doll. That's where that original crack in the glass came from when Susie or May's mom's spirit zoomed right through it. Probably. I assume.
2: No, probably. That makes sense. All that's checking out for me. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, that brings us to our knives out of five. So what did the good people think about this movie?
1: This movie has a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 69% fresh from critics and 75% fresh from, nice. Um, Nice. Sorry, I I flew by it too fast. You were drinking water. Let me rewind. Um, It has a 69% fresh from critics on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: Nice.
1: And it has 75% fresh from audiences. Um, And it was like kind of a box office flop i mean it's kind of an indie project obviously indie. um and it just didn't make a lot of money but it kind of has cult classic status totally. now um like i said i would never seen this movie before i'd never even really heard of it but i recognized the poster immediately when i saw the poster i was like oh i've seen that one billion times um so i've been in its vicinity um but it did like the festival circuit when it first came out and it did well at the festivals got some noms some awards for screenplay actress etc um so it did it did pretty well independently and then in hindsight I would say as for my personal rating um I really liked it I mean Sydney has definitely made some compelling points about things that can and possibly should be changed um, but if I view it mainly through a very forgiving 2022 lens then I'm kind of okay with all of it um I think my thing about bad representation is that you can have bad representation as long as you have a lot of representation as long as it's not the only information that people are getting the only portrayals that people are seeing um, I. I wish that May and Polly ran away together. Um, Tragically, that was not this movie, but I really loved the ending and the ending made so much of the film for me. And I was like enjoying the ride, but if it had ended differently, that would have all been ruined. The the way that it ended was 100% spot on for me. So I think I would give it like a sexy little 4.85.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just fucking love this movie. I think it's really brilliant. I love the whole beginning part before the real horror sets in. I think it's paced well. I think it's set next to my house and I like that about it. I, it. <laughs> I know it's set next to my house. Um I I just I love all the little details. The soundtrack is fucking bop after bop. It's like really 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 good. Um the acting is stellar like all the characters body it. It's amazing. Um, I don't know. I had a really good time. I was laughing my ass off. I was freaked out. I thought the ending was beautiful. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'll just, I'm going to give it a 4.9. I, I love this movie. I love this movie and I can't wait to watch it again.
0: Here's the thing. I still had a good time. This is a four out of five for me. Okay. Like, I still had a great time watching it. Do I want to rewatch it? Probably not. I don't know if sure, I sure, will. sure. Like it would be fun if we did like a group watch, but like I'm not gonna mm. sit down and like watch it by myself.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I fine. Hear you. That's it does make me interested in his other movies though. I do think I might be checking out some of those movies because I'm hearing a lot of them based on my little Google searches are queer or queer coded or autistic coded or whatever. And I'm very curious, definitely to to check out more. Um, totally. Seems, seems interesting for sure.
2: Awesome. Well, that's May, baby. Welcome to the month of
1: May. What a splashing start. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? This movie is the perfect transition to our next film because do you know who the star of May, Angela Bettis, played in a TV miniseries, I, I believe? I saw
0: that. Yeah. She played... Oh, would I you to say it, Sydney? When we... Plan things so I, incredibly. We plan it so intentionally. Yeah, we plan. We plan this. so well. We do meticulous
2: research, research. months in advance. We plan mm-hmm. all of this. Um, years. This has been in the capsule. <laughs> We're
0: covering the OG. Good for you, crazy girl, Carrie. <laughs> Yay!
2: Yay! I don't think but I've ever is... actually seen this movie. <gasps> really? really? Yeah. I'm not, Just I the Chloe Grace Moritz one? <laughs> no, I've not seen any of them. I, fuck hell fucking no. I would never watch <laughs> that shit first. Sorry, Chloe, but... <laughs> What's that TikTok sound where
0: it's like, Oh, you're crazy girl. <laughs> oh, no, I the know theme. what you're talking about. That's the yeah, who wrote the book tune. on that shit. If that's the
1: theme. Crazy girl, two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> crazy uh, girl, two weeks. Hosted by three crazy girls. <laughs> classic, classic. But yeah, she, Angela Bettis played Carrie in the miniseries. And in one of the interviews that I read, um, she was talking about it with the guy, and he was like, "Yeah, I, I saw that you were in that." And she's like, "Yeah, Lucky hates it. Uh, everybody does. Don't watch it. But I like Stephen King, and it paid me a lot of money." So I got to do movies like this one May. Um, so but everybody recognizes Sissy SpaceX as the iconic original. yeah um, and I'm've I've seen it, but I'm really excited to revisit it. It's so good. It's prom season. We did Prom night last year. We had to do another prom movie this year. So you
0: know. Prom.
1: It's prom baby. It's prom. This one also goes out to AJ who slid into our friends, um, dating app messages to tell us to do the movie Carrie on the pod sometime. Um, so we are. Thanks, Never AJ. felt
0: more famous than that very moment when our friend was like a person messaged me on Tinder and was like, you know, the spooky Tuesday girl. It was on Hinge. It was oh, it Hinge. was on Hinge. Even, even and I was cracker. like, DJ, went to your bar mitzvah. You can just DM <laughs> me
1: regularly, oh but okay.
2: <laughs> Incredible.
1: Incredible. DJ, <laughs> we went to middle school together. If you are listening to this, this is a call out.
0: And this is going to be for you next week. So, But now it's dedicated, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, You know what else
2: would be beautiful? If you were to give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or PodChaser. I just think it would be really beautiful. You could write um in as as the review. Think about this. It's a callback to a November episode, but it's timely for this episode. You could write "Yay, go May" um for your <laughs> review um like similar to "Yay, go Gay"
0: from or, Cursed. How about "May go Gay"? <laughs> May go gay. That's better.
1: (laughs) There we go. It's both an encouragement for May. It's an encouragement for all of us this month. Um, I think it's beautiful. it's
2: a gorgeous sentiment, and we would love Mm -hmm. to have you say it to us, written out on Apple Podcasts with a five-star review. So consider five stars.
1: If you want to skip the comma, it's kind of like, hmm, I may go gay. Like you're deliberating. So, if you're not sure, that's okay. Take your time.
2: So many different ways to do it, you know? Why not try them all?
1: <laughs>
2: um, and why not follow us on social media while you're at it? We are at Spooky Underscore Tuesday on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. We're also at Spooky Tuesday Pod on Facebook and Tumblr. And we're Spooky Tuesday on Letterboxd. And we have a YouTube and... If you go to the episode description, you will find our beautiful link for a discount from Anna Luisa. com slash Spooky Tuesday. Wow, you have so many options, so many ways to engage. Aren't you excited? I am. Um, And I just have to say, thank you for listening.
0: Bye, Spookies.
1: You should call me one of these nights. You know, we'll hang
0: out and eat some melons or something
1: spooky tuesday was created by monica height sydney thompson and chelsea duff and edited by sydney thompson our gorgeously spooky tunes are all thanks to tamra simons who you can follow on instagram at captain tamra and our podcast art is by mary murphy who you can find on instagram at the underscore moon underscore o-m-g